Welcome to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. In this episode, we're going to talk about paddock setup. That's how your horse lives in the field. Are you actually creating a space that's making them more herd bound? Or are you creating a space that's making them more lazy and not walk around as much and actually helping them be more obese? These are some of the things that we can actually address in their field or in their paddock, how they live outside. This can all impact that herd behavior, that confidence that they have, and their physical fitness. So I want to share with you guys a few important tips. And one of them was brought up by Emma Massengale, who's a horse trainer based out of the UK. She does some pretty cool movies and films and some horse behavior stuff. And one of the things that she was talking about was how she has noticed over her career that if you have a paddock set up where the horses can always see each other, that they're more likely to have issues with being herd bound. So I thought this was really interesting when I thought about how our horses live and how certain horses tend to be more herd bound than others. But typically when horses come to our farm, they stop being herd bound and they tend to develop some of that self-confidence. And essentially what she was kind of saying is that if you've got your paddock set up so that way the shelter is on the edge of the field and it's kind of a big wide open space with like the hay in the middle and the horses can always see all the other horses and they never really have to make a choice to to see no other horses and they're always going to notice if you take one of the other horses out then they tend to be a lot more herd bound a lot more attached to each other because they're used to always seeing each other And this is how a lot of people have their fields set up. They have them set up as kind of big rectangles or squares and nothing really going on in the middle. And the horses do see each other all the time. And then they really do notice when you take one out and they start screaming at the gate. And then I thought it was really interesting because I've also read some other studies with some other animals, for example, in pigs. They've noted that you can put a lot more pigs in a barn if you have walls and troughs and like things that kind of block their view so that way they don't get overwhelmed seeing all of the pigs at one time. If they can limit how many pigs they see in one space, then it's going to make an impact on how many pigs they can have in the area. In our fields at my farm, we kind of have a similar idea and concept, which is that our horse shelters are positioned usually in the middle of the field or somewhere that the horses can walk all the way around the shelter. There's usually water separated from where the hay is. They're at kind of complete opposite ends of the field if we can help it because it just helps with the horses moving more. And they have some options so that way they can go out of view of the other horses. Now we have some different fields at our farm and three of our fields are what are set up as what's called paddock paradise. And with that, there's a track system. And I'll kind of explain what that is. And one of the things that I've noticed why this is important with horses for a few reasons. One is I've noticed our obese horses. (laughs) We've definitely had some real fatties at our farm, which is not good for their health. They have gotten in better shape being on the track system because they're encouraged to walk more and they wander a lot more which is great for them so I've really noticed especially with Evelyn's little pony Dare who has 
Cushing's. So it's really important that she's getting enough exercise and that she's not overeating. She's looking amazing after moving into the track system field. So that's really great. And then the other thing is that it helps you section off the grass so that way you can only open it when it's over the three to four inches high so that way it's not going to have full sugar in it. So we know that short grass tends to have more sugar in it because it's stressed grass than the tall grass which is why horses prefer eating the short grass over the long grass and uh, we also know that grass usually has the most sugar in it during the daytime and has less sugar in it at nighttime. The sugar goes back into the roots at nighttime. So if you can, it is better to open up your horses onto grass in the evening and then lock them off in the morning, which is one thing that we've started to do in the field where where Dare is, where Evelyn's pony is. And even though she has Cushing's, she's been doing really, really well and living really, really healthily. So how that works with a track system is if you picture, let's say, a typical field, which is a rectangle or a square or something like that, but picture a typical field, and then instead of giving the horses the access to the whole field all the time, imagine a smaller rectangle or square inside of that field. So you have your big normal fence on the outside, and then you have a smaller rectangle that gives about 20 to 30 feet or so around the perimeter, which creates a track. And so what that does is the horses have access to that track all the time when they're out in their field. And that means that they can wander and move around. And the nice thing about it is if you think about it when you're walking around a track, it kind of gives you somewhere to go. It almost kind of encourages you to move a little bit more because you're, you have to wander around the outside. So it's really maximizing the space. So the horses have to move all the way around the outside or let's say at their one end of the field, they can't just cut across the field and come back. They have to walk all the way out around the perimeter to come back. The other thing that it does is they trample down all the grass on the track. So usually within the first year, the track doesn't really have any grass on it it becomes just kind of a dirt path or sometimes people put gravel on it or sand and things like that, different different textures for the horses to walk over. And that can be good for their hooves to walk over some, some gravel or some rounded stones and things like that in different places. That can be really good for them to have those hard surfaces to help wear down their hooves and to help build up calluses on their soles and, and help toughen up their feet that way. So that can be good for them and also to make sure they have some dry spots. I've seen some people put logs or things down that the horses have to walk over on the track so they're kind of forced to lift their legs a little bit more and use a little bit more physical energy as they're going around the track but it allows the horses still to have all that freedom of motion so sometimes people lock horses off of the grass but then it means they're confined to a small paddock or a small dirt Uh, what we usually call a sacrifice paddock or sacrifice area and we used to do this at our farm where we would have a sacrifice paddock and then we would have our grass area which was locked off and if the grass was long enough we would open the gate and then they would have lots of space to roam and then if the grass wasn't long enough or it was too muddy or something then we would just shut that but the problem with that is then the horses are confined to that small space so by having the track system the horses can use that whole perimeter, that whole space. They can go all the way down to the bottom of the hill and roam around that whole area without 
um, needing to ruin all of their grass that's on the middle because the reality of the situation is if you have, unless you have one horse per acre, which most farms don't, I would say most farms I visited don't have the ability to have just one horse per acre on per acre of grazing space. So you might have, let's say 10 horses on a 10 acre farm, but because you have a house and a barn and arena and a muck pit and parking and all those other things, you don't actually have one acre of grazing space per horse. And even if you do have that, depending on where you live with the with rain or lack of rain or too much rain, you still might not have grass in all those spaces all that time. So having that track system allows you to give your horse access to all that space to roam without destroying all of your grass. The other thing that I've really noticed with this is that the mud tends to be a lot less and it drains really well because now you have all this green space preserved all the way around your paddock and it helps with all that runoff. You don't really have the pooling of puddles and muck and all that kind of stuff. It's made it a lot better, especially if you can do a little bit of grading of your land so that way the track is a little bit higher or it's sloped so that way all the water runs off into the grass, like into the center part. Um, essentially what you're picturing is like a racetrack almost where you have a track going all the way around the outside and then you have the inside of the track which is your grass. And depending on how much space you have, in um, some of our fields, we have a couple different grass sections. So you almost picture like a figure eight, where we have that figure eight for the horses as a track, and there's actually two sections of grass that are sectioned off. So if you're picturing that eight, there's the, if you think of the, the number eight, there's a circle on top and there's a circle on bottom. So both of those would be grass and then the track is going all the way around. Not in a perfect eight shape, but that kind of same idea. So that way the horses have multiple grass sections and we can kind of open or shut whichever one is longer or shorter or keep them both short if we need to. But we've definitely noticed that springtime has been a lot better ever since doing this as well because we have those green spaces preserved between the fields. They all have their own green space and the water runoff is into the green area. And so we don't have all that mud, which is really, really awesome. The other thing that we do is um, we start to spread out their hay a little bit more. So we'll put a hay feeder down at the bottom of the track somewhere so the horses have to walk all the way down the hill or all the way down the track to go get their hay. And then we'll put their salt in a different space so they have to walk over there to get their salt. And then their water's in a different space and their shelter's in a different space. So they really have to do a lot of moving if they want to access all of those different things. So it's kind of fun to see them exploring and walking around the track and you know looking for little bits of grass and hay and things like that and generally they're just getting a lot more steps in their day than if they lived in those rectangle fields but then I thought how interesting that this is also kind of following what Emma Massagill was talking about which is having things spread out in the field and having situations where the horses don't always see all the other horses at the same time that they have to make decisions or they might choose to make decisions to go out of their way to, to not see another horse. And so that's definitely the case at our farm for most of our fields where if they're gonna go have hay, they're not gonna see you know, maybe the other horses unless they all travel together as a group, which sometimes they do, but they often kind of split off into little groups 
and they're not necessarily always together. Now our fields range from uh, three horses is our smallest field and our borders fields have five horses and my paddock of horses I think has eight, seven or eight horses in it right now which is our the most amount that we have. So they have a couple different feeders out there and, and a whole bunch of different space. So you can think about doing the track system. The only downside to the track system is it means that you have to have two fence lines, which is a little bit more expensive to set up that second fence line. However, often what people can do is you can have your solid fence or your more expensive, super sturdy fence that's separating each field. And then your inner rectangle, I've seen lots of people just use two strands of electric braid fencing. And that's because it's just separating the horses off of the grass and kind of making them walk around the track. So it doesn't have to be necessarily as secure as let's say a fence that's bordering a road or something like that you want to make sure that's a really solid fence that the horse isn't going to challenge and if you use the electric braid rope with um, a zap going through it then they tend to respect the fence pretty nicely and you can enjoy the benefits of a track system the other benefit to using I've seen some people use the temporary fence posts that you just kind of put in the ground and use the electric braid fencing and then you can kind of really figure out how much space you want on that track and figure out where exactly you want to do that we've definitely done some jiggling around with our fence lines and figuring out the best setup for our horses and one of the things that we really like having as well we've only ever had it I think once where we had a horse really herd bound um Alicia had to get pulled out for a little bit and we've probably done it with other horses maybe over the years, but it doesn't happen often, is we'll use our quarantine pen, our, what we call our medical bay. And our medical bay is set up so that way it's separated from all the other paddocks because it's a quarantine pen. So it's on the total opposite side of our indoor arena. So that way if a horse was sick or something, we have it completely quarantined. It's also where I put my Mustangs when they arrive because we want them completely quarantined from all the other horses, no sniffing noses, no passing anything over the fence, nothing like that. But the way it's situated is if they're in one half of their med bay in the pen, they can see the other horses. They can't touch them. They're not within, they're probably about 80 feet away or so from the other horses, but they can see the other horses if they're at the one end of the med bay. But if they walk over to the other end of their pen where the water is, where the hay is, they can't see the other horses. So it's a great way if we have a horse that's really, really herd bound, we can put them in that field, in that quarantine pen, because they still have space to move around, they still have water, they still have shelter, they still have hay, and they can still see other horses. So if they want to stand in the corner and watch the other horses, you know, they can do that and they can see them and they can feel comforted. But if they want to eat, then they have to turn and go over to their hay. And it's really, really good. And often what I'll see is at first they'll kind of stand in the corner and they'll kind of be watching the other horses and they're not so happy about it. And then after a couple hours, usually they start to get hungry and they'll start going over to the hay, grabbing a bite, and then going back to the corner to make sure that all the other horses are still standing there. And then they'll go back and forth from the corner to their hay. And then eventually they'll be like, okay, like I'm okay. I don't need to keep going back and see all the other horses. And they'll be able to just stay at the hay and they won't need to keep going over and watch everything that's going on. And I think it's one of um, the kindest ways to try to help a horse gain some self-confidence 
in themselves because you set it up in such a way where they're encouraged to choose their food and to not bother going to look at all the other horses but they're not taken away into isolation it's not like they're getting locked in a barn in a stall where they can't see anybody else and just have to kind of get over it you know they have the freedom to move they can make a choice to see or not see those other horses and it's just a it's a really nice process for them and I find after we have them in there for maybe like a week they tend to be a lot more confident when we put them back out with the other horses they tend to be not as bothered by things and having self-confidence is an important skill for horses because you never know if or when a horse is going to have an injury and then maybe they do have to be stalled and be by themselves or separated for some reason and so it's helpful for them to already have some of that confidence on their own and be able to make that choice that they don't need to see all those other horses all at the same time but how interesting that there's some things we can do in our fields in our paddock setup to help our horses have opportunities where they don't see all the horses all the time I think that's really cool and it gives us some ideas of things that we can set up I've seen people set up some wind blocks where they literally just kind of put a couple posts in the ground and they just use some four by eight sheets of plywood and kind of make a little wall almost so there's some wind breaks but also a visual barrier as well you can stick that shelter in the middle of the field you could position hay on opposite sides of the shelter like let's say you toss hay every day to your horses maybe toss the flakes on either side of the shelter so if you have multiple horses in the field they can't see each other while they're eating you can use little opportunities like that to just break it up for your horses and and help them not always need to see all the horses at all the time and if you can set up a track system where you can spread their hay their water their salt their shelter around that track area then even better you can help them add even more steps to their day so I hope you guys found this interesting figuring out some different ideas of what you can do with um, your horses in their fields to make it healthier and ultimately help them have some self-confidence thanks for listening Thanks for listening to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. Remember, you can always check out more great free resources and other information at HarmonyHorsemanship.com or check me out on my personal website, LindsayPartridge.com. That's Lindsay with an E, Partridge.com or HarmonyHorsemanship.com. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.